yeah, let's just record it. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. We're live. Are we live? We're live. We're live. We're live. Jody has caught me completely on the hop because he's recording a podcast and then he turned around and was like, oh, why don't we do your podcast first? Ambush. So I've been ambushed and I'm not really ready, but I mean... We're testing audio equipment. Yeah, and also I've wanted to, I suppose, interview him for a while on the topic of relationships and marriage. Mm, um, my favourite. Because <laughs> when I meet people and they say to me, how long have you been in a relationship? And I say 17 years, they look at me like I'm deranged and they're like, what? How can you be with someone for so long? And, and then, then they see me and they're like, <laughs> ah. and they're like, yay. <laughs> no, but anyway, um, yeah, so it's a bit, it's a bit, um, I suppose as well, because we met when we were so young. But anyway, I am going to let Jody do a bit of talk and I'm going to ask him a couple of questions and yeah, let's just see where it goes. So, uh, we have been together, how many years? I think it's 17 years this <laughs> July, is it? Yes. July 15th. Ooh! No, it's not actually. Well, it kind of is. No, it was like July 5th that we actually met, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> yes. Very you good. should know that. You should fucking know that. I know I should. I do yeah. know that. I mean, of course, on your podcast. Yeah, of course. Okay. Everything goes here. Cool. We're spiritual as fuck, yeah? Yeah. Um, what was the question? Exactly, yeah. what was the question? No, so I just said, we met, we're together 17 years, and I'm just wondering, let's ask you, what have you learned oh, Jesus. in that 17 years about yeah. being in a relationship with someone? I've learned that the lady is always correct, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um... Wow, I don't know, that's a loaded question. I know it's a loaded question, but even try and like break it down. Maybe if we well, go... I've a lot about like relationships in general as well as that. Every relationship, whether it's with um, your significant other or just with like anybody, friends, family, whoever, it's all, uh, it's all about give and take. And like you have to give as much of yourself as you from the relationship so I mean I think a lot of relationships are single-sided do you know what I mean the, mm -hmm. where it's like one person does all of the giving and the other person does all of the receiving and mm -hmm. that's bound for down in the end so mm -hmm. I think you it's got to be a conscious act of giving as much of yourself and supporting the other person helping them grow and allowing them to grow as much as it is about owning that person and like being about what you get from that person because everything's like everything's transactional do you know what I mean yeah like no relationships are well I suppose maybe there are some relationships but it, it, like they're rare in that they are completely without expectations or needs on both sides you know mm -hmm. so I suppose it's about like figuring out what you can give that person that they need. Nice. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. I think each year that we are in a relationship and we're 
married or whatever or whatever but it's just like I learn all the time that it's like being able to hold your own space but also being able to hold the space for the other person you know yeah like and each year it's like you both grow at different times and and at different levels so it's kind of um sometimes I'll be going through something and Jody's just holding the space for me and then sometimes Jody's going through something and I'm holding the space for him and it's kind of just supporting the other person through each of their different issues or whatever. I love how we're just straight in depth with fucking. <laughs> Do you know what? We're fucking daddy. No, we're not. We're not at all. We fucked up so many times. Like, you know what I mean? We're not fucking perfect. We don't have a perfect... Like, people always say that as well. Like, my God, if you're together that long and, you know, people see it on like social media or whatever and they're like oh you guys have a really good relationship or whatever and yeah we do but like we fucking kill each other like anybody else you know we we have the same issues and bullshit that goes on in every other relationship such as you know jealousy um like maybe control stuff you know, I, I, you know, we both have to overcome different things. And I think that's what a really, a relationship really teaches you is a kind of the yin and the yang. It's a little bit of like, okay, what am I kind of missing here? Or what are you bringing or what am I lacking? And then you sort of have to balance each other out a little bit. Um, yeah, I want to talk to you a bit about marriage because Jody didn't wasn't too keen on the idea of marriage <laughs> for the longest time like I practically put Jody in a headlock to get him married but uh, I don't think at the time I thought it was kind of weird that you weren't into marriage because I just thought oh that's the norm and that's what you do but I think from now from dealing with so many other women and realizing that that is like 70 to 80% of the time it is the girl that's more so pressuring that to happen. Men would just kind of coast along a little bit. Would you agree? Yeah, like I think for, I think for women, like there's certain things that they're, they're conditioned to expect from life when they're young. So it's like, oh, you know, these are the, the things that like you need to hit along the way and I suppose like getting married is one of the big way marks along the way as probably as having a baby um, whereas men aren't fed like that stuff so much so I think like the conditioning for women is that you know you get a man and, and get married and this is traditional obviously mm. not everybody is is conditioned with this but on a societal level it's like oh like if you don't like get married and have a kid and have the house with the you know 2.5 kids and the the two cars outside then like you haven't achieved what you're supposed to achieve whereas for men it's more like about like competitive achievement than like I suppose, yeah, things more so than, than those than actual like 
those way marks. So for men, like marriage is not as important. Or for and like for me, that wasn't the point. I think like I came from the way I grew up. Like my parents were obviously married, and then they separated when I was very young. So I didn't have. I didn't really have any faith in marriage or what, what it represented because, mm-hmm. like, not in that, oh, my parents fucked up. It's more like uh, they didn't fuck up, like, and, like, they separated at a young age and they still managed to, you know, make it work to some degree for like me and now, my brother. they're, like, And know, they still have a great relationship and all relationship, of that, yeah. yeah. And like, it's not like I was super cynical about marriage because it came from this like broken home or whatever like it's more like i didn't see a need for, marriage wasn't something that was like mm-hmm. pushed onto me it was more like the other way around and that, yeah like, i didn't feel like a marriage was something that i needed to solidify the relationship yeah. but like my view on that has changed a lot like because we were young you know we were i was we were how old were we i was 26 and you were I think I was 27 27 which isn't that young like actually no I know but at the time we felt so young but yeah. um and I think as well like um oh I've lost my train of thought that's so annoying <clears throat> hold on shit it'll come back to me it'll come back to me like the way I look at marriage now is like it's changed completely for when I was younger it was just I saw it as like a just another way of like taking freedoms or like it's it's just this thing that had to be done and you know me better than anyone yeah. like you know I don't like doing things just because they have to be fucking done yeah so I'll fight that all the way and I did fight it for a long time <laughs> and you fought for it because it mattered to you and like from my perspective I thought oh this is just the like imprint the condition and the like societal pressure that women have that they feel like they have to get married mm-hmm. in order to like lock a man down or in order to like have to really feel like like the relationship is something that's worthwhile they have to have that mm-hmm. ring on their finger and like there is that to a certain extent of course i'm sure you feel that yourself like of course. The, the the engagement ring and the wedding ring and all that stuff is like so yeah like uh, it's just this thing women feel like if they have that they've achieved something you know yeah. when really the substance of the relationship is what matters like it doesn't matter what size your fucking diamond is on your finger you know what I mean mm. at the end of the day that's not going to make you happy yeah. but um, I see it now as like very different like I Me understand too. what marriage is now and I understand like the point behind it it's it's making a vow to somebody and I think a lot of people maybe enter marriage without having and look we I probably did to a certain extent although I fought it for long enough that I was pretty sure that I wanted to do it when I actually did it I was like oh, I, I definitely want to do this because I fought it for so long but you're making this vow of like you know till death do us part or like this lifetime vow and I think that means that you're like it or lump it it's very hard to get out of the relationship and that's like that makes it like more important to work on it and like mm. and so like we're fucking stuck together so yeah we better, better make, make this, this work, shit work <laughs> you know what I mean? and like that i don't mean that in a bad way no. but that's like an incentive to, and it's like a vow it's a, it's a you swear in an oath you know yeah. what i mean and like yeah, i take 100%. that much more seriously now 
and I understand the concept of it. It's like we're in this now, so you yeah. know we better make it work, or or if we don't, the, it's hard to get out. The consequences are much higher, higher as opposed yeah. to like I think people are very flippant now. So like, oh, I get with somebody. I sound like a granny now talking. No, it's like, you don't. Oh, I get with somebody, and then it's like, oh, I see one flaw in that person, and. They're out. Fuck it, I'm out. Like, yeah. that's it. That's not the person by Jesus, me. babe, if we'd have fucking done that. Yeah. Oh, like, so mighty. I have so many flaws. Like, yeah. fucking a ton. Oh, As I, do you. <laughs> like, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> no, now, I, mean. I think that we were like, I don't know, I think we entered it with good... We had a good foundation. Precedent, yeah. I don't think we were like... I suppose it's down to like our own personalities do you know what I mean mm -hmm. we matched pretty well like you're pretty easy going and I'm pretty easy going yeah and we're not like yeah we just like made it work like you mm -hmm. know um, and it never felt like work to me anyway like it never felt no. like there's times where I wanted to be trotly off course <laughs> that's just uh, of course that's, that's just relationships that's like I have that way everybody yeah do you know what I mean like, like there's nobody out there that it's gonna just be awesome all the time. Of course. Um, and especially when you're so close to someone and you live with somebody and you're in each mm -hmm. other's ear, like you see the best and the worst of that person. So yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, a bit on the thing of like you not wanting to get married. It was like we were together ten years, and I was just like I was listening to so much of that social pressure of like you're together that long and like what like why wouldn't he want to do that it's just the next step you know la 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 and I'd all of that kind of going on in my ear and working in a hair salon which I was at the time and every birthday every fucking Christmas every whatever it was always like oh he's gonna fucking ask you now and mm. and I was always like no he's fucking not like mm. well that's <laughs> what I mean about the society and it's the same with oh, like kids yeah. you know like if you get to a certain age so and you don't have kids people are everybody's like ooh when's the babies when's the babies yeah. you know I'm sure everyone that like around our age is used to that you know what yeah. I mean it's like this like you have this responsibility to fulfill these things that the people want you to the do. Checklist. Yeah, yeah. And that's always what drove me mad about it was that of course. I'm not gonna fucking do it just to make other people happy. That's like I'm never yeah. gonna do that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um so yeah, you know I'm stubborn anyway, so Yeah, but like <laughs> I don't need to tell you. But I think it's been like the best thing, you know? Like I love for me, I I had I had, I suppose, such a great, not a great ideal of marriage, but my, my parents, I, you know, my parents are married a really long time and it's not, so my, 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 what's that there? My viewpoint was so different to what your viewpoint was. Mm. And I suppose they gave me such faith in having that sort of partner. And, you know, my mom and dad are married 40 years at the moment, like, and holy shit like they've been through some you know 40 years they've been through some fucking gnarly crap and what I always respected and loved about them was their honesty and they never hid they never hid the times when they weren't talking they never hid the times when now it sucked being a kid when you knew your parents were fucking killing each other but like I think it's sort of important to see that because you then see that they're human and like 
they fight like it's not normal for a kid not to see a bit mm. of con- not conflict but well obviously not aggressive aggressive stuff but you know I had more of a realistic kind of view yeah. on what that was or it was kind of like and I really seen that my mom and dad totally accepted each other for their everything mm. flaws and all you know and I kind of feel like that's sort of the way we are like we really are you know like Jody has never tried to change the way I am like people think that you know because you know you'll see me or whatever on Jody's Instagram and I'll be out climbing doing whatever he's doing but like most of the time Jody would have to drag me to do those things because I'd be a bit more of a scaredy cat whereas he's so involved in fitness and stuff like that where that's not my world so it's so important to kind of Mm. Uh, there's a, a real tr- like I think maybe we got super lucky in that we are like polar opposites in a lot of ways and that like yeah we are instead of trying to like uh, like I never tried to change you I don't feel like you ever tried to change me but we definitely gave each other like space mm-hmm. to grow and mm-hmm. that like I feel like this weird thing has happened like where you're like super emotionally intelligent and like really <laughs> like sensitive to other people's emotions and I was like a complete emotional like shutdown like I I had no access to that stuff and then on the other side of it like you were found it hard to maybe go out and like just do stuff off the cuff or go Mm. explore stuff or like you know you tended to like very cautious yeah gravitate towards like your comfort zones safety yeah um, and to you know retract from challenges or, or new stuff or even physical stuff whatever it was so yeah. I think we trade it off I feel like we're gonna eventually like, meet in the middle and just like <laughs> morph into this one fucking person, person. <laughs> <laughs> which is so true but like, I learned like a lot from you and like uh, like about all of that stuff like you've nurtured that side of me do you know what I mean yeah um, <clears throat> and then I feel like you've grown like in my direction, do you know what I mean? It's it, so it, it true. Stuff and so I think we've been maybe very lucky in that. Like it would be hard if both of us were had the same shit. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah. if we were both like one way, it would be very hard to both. You'd probably end up like going deeper and deeper into mm. your um, into your issues or whatever the hell you want to call it, like mm-hmm. into your, your shortcomings rather than growing, do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's kind of lucky, I know they say polar, polar, uh, opposites attract, polar opposites attract or whatever, but it's like... They kind of do. It definitely, if you're both willing to grow, and this is probably true of any relationship, it doesn't have to be like yeah, your, your intimate yeah. relationships, but like seeking people that are different from you, and I have a real curiosity for people that are like quirky and different, like different yeah, and like yeah, I love do. to fi- figure out like what... What's that per like? Because everybody comes at things from an angle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like that angle's dictated by their own childhood and their own experiences of the world, and trying to like get into that and figure out what like what what's that person like? What is their angle? Because we all have needs from other people. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And like, like I just want. I just want to be around people. Do you know what I mean? I want people yeah. to want to be around me. That's a big drive for me. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Um. For whatever reason, I still don't, like, I don't really understand why that is, but that's just like my nature. But other people have their 
things that they want and need from people and I love trying to figure out what that is and like you grow a lot from learning about other people, people and just like yeah. kind of trying to accept like okay this person's this way it's a bit weird right yeah, now yeah. I don't really understand it but there's there's a layer there somewhere like as you peel it back for why that person is yeah. the way they are do you know what I mean I think as well like a bit of compassion I think that's kind of what you're saying yeah like and that was a huge word for me that I never understood only really until the last two years and to kind of have like when you have compassion for people and and that was something you taught me like I didn't really I was very cutthroat with people like if someone fucked me over over something I would be so classic Aries little ram fucking billy goat was just like nah (laughs) they fucked me over and that's it like and Jody's like so forgiving and like or just accepting of like, he doesn't take shit personally until it's like about your family or me or mm-hmm. something who's dear to you. But like, but the thing of compassion, like even to look at like myself with compassion, to look at you with compassion, like mm-hmm. it's, or other people, your family, like your, your parents, whoever, they always drive you mad at a certain time, but you're like, it's okay. Like, you know what I mean? You have to just kind of look at them and just sort of just be kind like I think if if we were all a little bit more compassionate in, in everything and just had a little bit more patience like yeah, totally. things would be so much better like yeah. and understanding that everybody is like different six year old child that, that, you know what I mean like underneath yeah. it all we're all walking around like adults and we've got cars and we earn money and we do this and yeah, that but, but we've all got inner hurts yeah like there. emotionally we're all just kids you know what I mean yeah. it's like one cutting remark from someone like you might be thinking about it for a couple of weeks or you know what I mean it's like that type of stuff where realising that people's projection of themselves is not necessarily who they are yeah you know what I mean yeah like that's uh, we're all walking around projecting these shells out into the world yeah well that's like the self image isn't it yeah like that's all protective stuff it's like oh I've been hurt this way, so I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to, yeah. like, let people see that side of me again because it got thrown back in my face. So, yeah. you know, it was vulnerable that time, so... And that went bad, so I'm, I'm going to just, like, lock that away. Well, because you know your I mean? brain will always go back, which is something I've learned as well, is, like, yeah. through loads of fucking therapy and hypnosis and this and that, but your brain will always go back to what happened before and what kept mm. you protected, so... If you've been hurt before, you will shut down in that yeah. again. So to try and not do that, like, that's the thing, isn't it? Totally. And, like, it's no different than, like, strength training or something. So your body, your nervous system will always default to mm-hmm. the patterns that it's familiar with, you know? Yeah. So, like, you get people in, you're trying to teach them the deadlift, and they've learned badly. And, like, they'll be fine at a light weight, and you can recorrect their their structure, but... As soon as you add intensity or the weight goes up, immediately they'll default to the pattern that is ingrained in them. You know, it's the yeah. same with like life. You it's, know, the minute yeah. like you can be nicey, 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 and then the minute shit gets rough, you just automatically start defaulting to, pattern, to those yeah, yeah of just course. whatever your your inbuilt patterns are. You know, and that's the hard shit to change. It is, and and it's but again, it's like it's that thing of just like having that five second like self-awareness where you're going oh hold on here now what's happening 
like that question for me like what is happening now mm. it's just it just gives you a couple of seconds before you react because you can't take back shit you say a lot of the time and I've learned that with you like you cannot like if you come at someone like you're in an argument or whatever and you come at someone and you say a whole lot of shit you don't mean and like there's nothing worse like no one benefits from it like how do you think that we argue like now mm. as regards to I don't think it was weird because you for anybody who doesn't know Jody went to Peru and did ayahuasca about how many years ago Four years ago, maybe five, four, five, four years ago. So, before you went to Peru, I felt like we never ever argued. Did you? Um, we argued we? very little. No, only about getting married. That was it. We only argued about getting married. <laughs> <laughs> but after Jody went to Peru, um, he came back and he went to Peru. Yeah, first of all, why did you go to Peru? Uh, whoa. Yeah, that's a huge thing. But just give us a basic I just synopsis of why. <laughs> I kind of just felt like there was something missing. Like, from myself, like I wasn't very emotionally open in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. And like, uh, I wasn't like... I think I knew, like duty-wise, I knew like what I should be doing in situations where people needed to be comforted or whatever but like the feeling for me wasn't there do you know what I mean it's like mm. like I, I spoke about that before at my granny Shiano when I was young even everybody was all my cousins were around crying and, and like I was standing there and her body was there in front of me and I like was just remember saying to myself like I don't feel anything here like what's mm. this is not right and I was only like 10 or 12 or something at the time I can't or maybe a little bit older but even at that stage, I remember thinking, like, this is weird, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, more stuff like that happened as I went on. And I just I listened to people talking about ayahuasca and people who had gone and done it. And their experience sounded very, like, their previous, the, the reasons that they went sounded very similar to what I was like. Mm-hmm. And I suppose being in the army then didn't help that either. Yeah. Like, there's no... Uh, there's no room for emotion in the military and all that message. Yeah, so, so you'd suppressed it a lot of the time, I think. You'd and the way I grew it. up, like, like when I think about how I grew up, like, every, like, I grew up in the inner city and it was, like, it was a war zone, basically, like, every day. Like, <laughs> like when I left my front door, it was, like, look over your shoulder, like, 24-7. That was, it was, like, uh, it was high stress shit yeah. like do you know what I mean yeah um, so so that's why growing you up in that like environment with just gangs of lads going around and trying to be not like a target basically all the time was like mm-hmm. that's that was the essence of my childhood to be honest with you Jesus. you know what I mean and then after that going into the army and More it was all machismo people. bravado and then yeah. like martial arts on top of that was like you know, if yeah. I learn to be hard, I can protect myself. And it's more about like um, prevention. Do you know what I mean? As mm. in, like, if you if you have a certain way about you, I learned that you can 
prevent even being approached by people by in an aggressive just way. Shaping just shaping around. Yeah, kind of just by projecting yeah. a certain image. Self image or yeah. whatever, yeah. And and actually being ready like to, to that, go that's down. like I remember that like starting martial arts and like understanding then that once I was ready to to stand up for myself like completely under any circumstances, yeah. all of a sudden it was like there was non existent because mm-hmm. this is like underlying communication that men have but like where you know it's posturing like and mm. if somebody is ready to to throw down then mm-hmm. people who are prey on weak people don't they, they can spot that straight away you know yeah um, but anyway yeah that's so you long story to, short yeah, that's, so you went to Peru to I suppose find that side of yourself and yeah. um, well all of that stuff is like creating shells like we were talking earlier so you're creating yeah. this projection that, out into the world because I don't want to be victimised or I don't want people to like yeah victimise me so Mm-hmm. I'm going to create this shell of like, and it's not that it's like fake, like you are ready to go or whatever, but it's not truly you, like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you're. You, you, oh, it's a persona. Well, when you spend a lot of your time like projecting a mask out, then the real parts of yourself mm-hmm. get like subdued or, you Thank know, God. numbed yeah, out. Yeah. Like, and it can be quite hard to, like, it's even hard to discover what that is. Like, who, you get confused about who the real you is yeah who is it like which of these phases are masks yeah. or whatever is it yeah yeah so Jody went off and he went to Peru for like three weeks and he did loads of ayahuasca and then he came back <laughs> and I will never forget it like he, I remember coming home or picking him up from the airport and being in the lift with you and number one you looked completely different which sounds fucking bizarre <laughs> But you had this like angelic look to your face. This Aww. like <laughs> like you did. You had this like no wrinkles, no worries, like you just looked kind of reborn. And I know that sounds fucking mad, but mm-hmm. it is the truth of it. And I remember holding your hand in the lift and his energy like as Jody said earlier on, I would pick up on people's energy really easily. And I'm in the lift with him and I'm holding his hand. And it was so different to the man's hand that I'd held all the time. <laughs> like, I said it to him even months afterwards. Like, I was saying to you how um, how it was like one Jody went to Peru and that Jody never came home. Mm. Like, he stayed there. <laughs> and how I'm getting on to we were arguing then was well that caused a lot of friction it caused just, yeah. so Jody came back and he was super sensitive really aware of you were kind of hyper aware of everything that was it was kind of like how they describe it is going and doing like a thousand therapy sessions at once and I have done a thousand therapy sessions <laughs> and mine have been very slow and the developments is very slow and all that. But like Jody was just, I suppose, thrown into the washing machine and came home <laughs> and it's very raw. You feel like you were, you were really raw and yeah. Like what did that feel like? 
it's like uh, emotion wise like you yeah, basically had awakened something inside yourself yeah or just it's hard to even pinpoint like exactly like I'm sure you talk to people that know me and they probably don't I don't know they probably don't even see any difference in me but you said that for the longest time. People would say to you, I don't see any difference. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, Jody's so different. Well, I, like, I don't know, for you, it was definitely oh God. Hard, of course, because of, like, when I'm coming back and I've, like, it's hard. The people with close relationships, it's difficult because you, you change quite a bit, I think, in, mm. in a short amount of time and you come back and it's like, people have this imprint of who you are and like what way you react to certain things and like you know we rely quite heavily on our expectations of what people are gonna do or react in a certain way to what we do and mm-hmm. when you don't react that, that way, way or react yeah, differently yeah. it's like weird for that person do you know what I mean they're like whoa you're different do you know what I mean it's like mm. um, like I've seen this with people that go away for years and they come back and people are saying to them, oh, you're so different, like, in a negative way. Do you know what I mean? It's like, what, you just expected that person to stay exactly, exactly the, same. the same. You know what yeah, I mean? No. And that, like, I could understand that in a, in the context of, like, going away for three weeks and coming back and being completely different. But when someone's away for years, like, of course they're going to grow and they're going to change, you know, like, it, like but... Uh, it was hard, man. Like, there was a lot going on as well at the time, and which didn't did. help, like... Um, yeah. Like, I was leaving the army. Um, you had big, major, major life changes. Friendships were, were all up in the air. And, like, yeah, business that I had for five years was going down. and There was a lot. That's what they call a dark night of the soul, you know what I mean? Like, it fucking certainly but was. But these are, the t- like, all regrowth, and that's, like... Mm. All regrowth is precluded by... A period of like darkness, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's yeah. the same with you. Like, you've gone <laughs> oh, through yeah. the shit, and, like, but your change has just been more gradual, as it you say. Space. But that doesn't make it any easier, I don't think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You still have to go through the same shit. It's just what way do you want to do it? Do you want to yeah. get it over with? <laughs> but you still have to deal with the aftermath. Like, you go to Peru the last three weeks, but you come back, it fucking takes oh, two, three years. Like, only kind of now, I feel like I'm popping my head up over the parapet again you know kind of but it has helped me to be more myself I think yeah but it, there was a lot was there like definitely like I even remember like what, having sex when I came back oh, really? and it being like different yeah just being like no just way. feeling like completely different yeah obviously That's... you might remember that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just me then oh my god oh no it yeah. And I remember coming back and it just being like, I don't know, it was like an ex, like, before that it was just, I wouldn't say it was just physical, but it was like a. You weren't, you didn't feel like you were like connecting on super that level. enjoyable physical yeah. activity, <laughs> you know what I mean? But after coming back it was like, it felt like a wow. much more like connective. That's amazing. Deeper thing, so obviously you didn't notice that. But. <laughs> of course I did, but it's like, it, the funny thing is, you, I, I just I haven't thought about that time for a really long time mm. until the last couple of days because you were kind of talking about it because you were doing your own podcast with Mark um, soon and you were kind of bringing that up again but um, but that was anyway just another like 
another fucking example of like pressure because this is what puts pressure on relationships is like external factors and changes and yeah. then it's like are you gonna like because I don't know like you could that could be the thing that makes or breaks it do you know what I mean like of if course. you if you're not in it if you're just like yeah. oh like this is too hard now fuck you yeah, okay. yeah. you know yeah. if you're not committed to it um, but then it's all about the pretense of how like you get together and mm. like how that, that that has a huge part to play in it as well mm-hmm. because it, if you get with somebody under false pretenses and then you know neither of you are, are like honestly being yeah. yourselves then yeah. like how is that's down to to fail in the long run you know yeah. and I, I feel I that like both of us that was another huge thing from the off from the get go was we really were ourselves to each other mm. and that is I mean I see, I I've seen it so many times yeah. where people couples are not like yeah. you'll be out with a a couple and say then you're with one side of the one person yeah. from that couple and they're so fucking different when their partner's oh, not that's around. So true. I hate that shit. And it's so strange. You're like, you know, they act real shady when their partner's not around. Mm. They're real like lechy or like, you know, and there's like weird shit going on. And then that's the thing. I, I just kind of feel like we were lucky in that way. We've again not lucky. We just we were who we were and I felt that you had always accepted me for the way I was mm-hmm. even from the day we met like so that's a good point and it's like if you if you can't be like ask yourself can can you honestly be yourself like fully mm-hmm. in front of your partner or are you like or your friends or your family yeah like are not you just that, yeah. what what are you putting out into the world is it you is it really you or is it like something that you put out because you think people want to see, see that? It? And that's like, you're so right with relationships. I see that all the time and it drives me mad. It's like people are one way with their friends and then they're a different way that. with their partner. And it's like your partner should be your best friend. Like they should see you, mm-hmm. the true you, even more than your like friends do. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Because you're not like sleeping in the same bed as your friends you're not like <laughs> yeah. farting and belching and whatever <laughs> never you know what I mean like never. you're not like the person who you're living with and who is your yeah partner, significant other all yeah. of those things like can you reveal yourself truly to them yeah and still they're gonna love you mm-hmm. you know and I think that's a big fear like as humans we have that huge fear of like you don't want someone to see you. Yeah. And You're I think that's what you. I've been trying to do. It's hard, like, what I've been trying to, like, be the authentic Self. me as much as mm-hmm. I can. And, like, it doesn't, you know what I mean? It's hard, like. Of course. And it's this, like, constant pursuit of you have to question yourself all the time. Hang on, why did I do that? Was that something that I did because I wanted that person to like me? Or was, the, like, am I doing, am I expressing Mm-hmm. myself the way I want to express myself if yeah, that makes sense it does make sense um, and it's much harder to do than it sounds I think you know because everyone says oh just be you you know you heard that since you're a kid yeah. just be yourself yeah it's like what it's like the ultimate bit of like throw away a voice but who the fuck is doing it yeah like it, it, it's much harder to do than it actually sounds totally um, 
But I think we've done a good job at that, like. <laughs> well, the weirdest thing is, like, the last year, the that has been funny enough that you're saying that, like, because I feel like that's been my struggle was, well, who the fuck am I, mm. you know? And it was that real struggle for looking for who is my authentic self. Like, like as I said before, Jody's a lot more outgoing than I was um, in this relationship. Like, you, you're a lot more... Jody's really sociable. You know, I had my own fucking demons and issues of, you know, anxiety disorder and whatever and panic and all that. So I kind of... That limited me to a lot of things. And since I've addressed a lot of that, I'm really... That side of me is emerging where it's like oh shit like who's who am I without mm. you you know <laughs> like I'm I'm really sort of now trying to f- figure out what I like and like what yeah. the things are and that's that even like cause like it's self, funny because you, know? you talk about friction like that's even that has been like whereas like I would have been used to just like whatever going and doing things whereas mm-hmm. and just like you wouldn't be into it you know what I mean and yeah. but now you're like oh hey where are you going yeah and I'm like oh shit yeah like yeah cool they're always welcome you know what I mean but like it's just that the habit built of like we just did things very separately yeah certain things we did certain things yeah of course certain things were just yeah yeah separate or you weren't into and I'm into and then Mm -hmm. your things that you were into and then I suppose as well with that came I remember one time having a session like a therapy session and uh, my therapist saying to me you know like I just want to point this out on on this just because this might help someone of like well how does Jody feel about that mm-hmm. or like how does that affect Jody and like when you're in the fucking depths of feeling like shit you can't leave the gaff or whatever is going on for you mentally and like if you're in a relationship and a lot of the times like people get so caught up in themselves and now it's just something that I pay far more attention to is like well I can care for myself but I also have to care for you Mm. like and what's Jody's need and like you know recently we lost our dog like that we've had for so long and like immediately like I was so much better at like how can I be there for Jody you know and how what's his needs look like at the moment and you're you're always like that to me but but Jody's always been quite selfless I think in that way whereas I was so busy being upset and panicked and fucking terrified down my mind (laughs) that I kind of never really thought about that and I remember when she pointed it out to me one day like Oh my god, but that again translated over into all of my relationships, like friendships, my family, like now I don't think about my own need. I don't think about like, oh I couldn't handle that or I that's too difficult for me to show up to. Like it's mm. just like, no, well now I have to put that to one side and I have to do what I can physically do to be there for the other person. So I don't I don't even know where that was going, but I just thought I'd mention no, it because it's a good it is a good point that it's something that I never thought of and people, well, I can't just throw stones and go people that suffer from anxiety or depression, but because it is quite a, mm. 
it's it's very introspective when you feel like that. Like you yeah. feel very isolated and very alone. So. And from the other side of it, like you can feel like when when you're around people who have, you know, whatever you want to call it, um, mm-hmm. anxiety issue, or whatever or, the hell you yeah. want to call it. Yeah. Like yeah, it can't quite feel quite like you're, you're not being thought of. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes. Where it's all about it's all about the person's like safety zones and issues and you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like to you it's like, oh fuck's sake, like fucking I'm stressed down my fucking head here, do you know what I mean? Trying to like yeah. deal with it and I don't know how to do what needs to be done and like I'm mm-hmm. winging it here, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like after I went to Peru and I came back and I went through that dark period for mm-hmm. like a year or so, that gave me a much deeper understanding of what it's like because I'd never experienced anything like that in my life which was like I was an expert at just boxing off things and compartmentalizing them and stuffing shit away and not dealing with it mm-hmm. and that was how I dealt with stuff like that I wouldn't even have been aware of it mm-hmm. for that year I got a real appreciation for what it's mm-hmm. like to be actually gripped by something yeah, that's fucking like not even fear. real <laughs> it's yeah, like and like a victim of your own yeah thoughts, your own yeah. like psychology you know and to yeah. be like crippled in a lot of ways just by darkness you know it's it's a strange thing mm. so that gave me an appreciation for what it's like to be on the other side of yeah. it, you know what I mean which is nice as well and it was nice that I felt as well at that time that I could because I could see I mean I could see all the signs were there that you were not doing well like you were not mentally or physically well physically you're fine but mentally you just I could tell you were really struggling and it was nice for me to be able to kind of hold your hand for a change a little bit in that way and just try and help you as much as I could even though my advice was like just go to therapy you need to just go to therapy and Jody was like no I'll work this out myself and you did you know and and I didn't really respect that at the time. I think I just, because therapy again, there's my conditioning, it worked for me, or it works for me. Um, I just didn't think that you could work your way through something like that on your own. But I think you just unboxed a lot. In a way, I just felt like I had to be, and there was a point where I realised as I was going through that, I was like, Mm. what's happening here is like, the universe or whatever you want to call it is like I, I have to be reduced nearly to zero here in order start to start again. rebuilding so I came back from Peru and I was still clinging on to things trying to like slow the descent but really I had to just be like let go submit to being like low and being nothing and then start to rebuild from there it was mm-hmm. like a, a rebirth you know what I mean but I fought it for too long and I was still trying to like hang on and like yeah. But that's like when you have responsibilities to take care of, like, and you have mortgages and you have like a partner that you don't want to let down, and you have, yeah, like, you, you can't just pull the covers over your head and go, I'm yeah. gonna go back to me, Maz Gaff. Yeah, <laughs> like, you just, like, you yeah. have to keep going, and like, but I was hanging on to the wrong things for too long and just trying to trying to soften the blow on myself and I remember just realising like I actually have to just lie down here for a minute and like realise that I'm at point zero Mm. and then I can start to build back up again do you know what I mean yeah so 
mad old time that was. Crazy. I can remember it so well, but like, the funny thing is, like, I, I absolutely, even for the amount of, um, you know, because Jody and I both had so much change after that, like, we we had like so much change all at the one time you and know for the record we killed each other for the goods of a year didn't we we absolutely killed each other <laughs> well because it was weird because we were uh, killing each other but at the same time we only were, like, ones that was there we for were each other really close at the <laughs> yeah, same time it was, it weird. was, it was yeah. because you know you were going through <clears throat> we were both going through a lot of bullshit with friends and everything everything was it felt like every single thing jody and i had in our lives was just just disintegrating mm. one by one um including ourselves <laughs> and that, like i experienced the uh the snowball of negative negativity because i've always been like fairly positive and i think that's like yeah always what kept me going is that even like if even if you're burying your emotions and you're not dealing with them at least if you're always thinking in an optimistic positive sense like good things tend to come around yeah and i'd never been like in a negative <laughs> mind state really i always had like confidence yeah. that i could make it out of any situation i could handle whatever i can like it always mm. had confidence that things would turn around it just didn't seem but at that time like with this like feel this snowball of like mm. negative energy and like then bad shit was happening it just felt like we were getting like bowled over like and then something else would happen and then like fucking yeah it just was like and there was again a point where it's just like you have to start fucking thinking positively again and like, yeah. like seeing the world as a place of opportunity as opposed to just this like oppressive thing that's like continuously knocking you down because yeah. that's the further you go down that rabbit hole like it doesn't lead anywhere good you know no. so you've got to yeah so, and like, we did yeah. kill each other for that year or whatever mm. and then it's just what I was trying to get to about the way we argue between like then and now like god when I look at it now it's so different like the way we would argue now is so much more we don't let shit kind of fester we don't let shit no. sort of snowball into you know and that's something I'm trying to work on is being a bit more like because I would tend to be the passive aggressive asshole where Jody would do something piss me off and then I swallow it and go mm, and then it will leak out sideways <laughs> and I'm like a big dog what's going on <laughs> and Jody wouldn't yeah exactly so now like because years ago we would have just let it kind of be there and fester around and then it would come out maybe six months later of like oh you fucking pissed me off then or whatever so now I think we're much better at like the communication uh, game um, and yeah I think that we're so much better at it now but um, yeah it's been a mad fucking journey hasn't it Yes. I hate that word journey we don't read but you know such I mean? a journey journeys and the universe has blessed us so much no <laughs> we're just like I don't know I just was interested to have you thanks for having you on my podcast because um, that was the reason people always say to me how the fuck are you together that long and like what it's just so weird And I think the important thing I meant to say this earlier yes. in any relationship like an intimate relationship with uh, if you're gonna be like <laughs> with someone long term mm -hmm. they better you better be fucking friends first 
mm-hmm. you better be able to get on with that person because if all you have is like a physical attraction and yeah obviously you need that and like that's very important but if that's all you have it's not it's not gonna work do you know what I mean I'm sorry yeah. you've got like the the underlying basis for it is like friendship and understanding do you know what I mean yeah. and outside of that it's allowing the person to grow and being patient and all that shit as well but like I think baseline you better like that person as a friend and you better be willing to do for them what you would do for any other friend and think about it this way if if you broke up with that person would you still want to be friends with them you know and that's like important because mm-hmm. if, if the answer is no then it's probably not the best situation mm-hmm. I don't know I'm no relationship guru. No, neither am I. <laughs> I don't want to sound like a fucking but yeah. I think that's super important, man. You you gotta be friends. Yeah. And I think that's that is that's that's where it comes back to. Um that's the full circle. Mm. We are definitely good buddies. Hundred percent. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay cool um when is your podcast going to be out and what do we have a name for your podcast do you I'm have a name recording that tomorrow uh, which is the 18th of may the 18th but of may probably early next week okay so cool 24th um, 22nd something like that um <laughs> do we have a name for the podcast yes um we are bandy and a few names okay around. okay i'll i'll put it in the whatever notes of this or something oh, yeah, so yeah, people yeah. can look up your podcast yeah. um, finally as well one other question that I want to ask you and again it's kind of a detailed one but well, I'm, I'm pretty I... sure Hero's Quest is where we're going with okay the, uh, Hero's Quest there's reasons for that but... nice yeah. um, the one other question I kind of really want to ask you because people ask me all the time a lot of my clients would ask me and a lot of um, people that know you um, but they don't really understand. It's kind of similar to my job. They don't really understand what I do. So, what is it that you're? What is it that you do, or that you're building? Gosh, I know, I know. <laughs> but I just want. I love you. Can always put it so nicely because when people ask me, I'm like, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't. Really <laughs> so obviously, like my game is wellness and health and um, fitness, um, and I have obviously like after my experiences I understand the issues that men are going through right now because this like this world is fucked up for everyone don't get me wrong women, men everyone it's hard but like I don't feel qualified to talk on or to to help necessarily women because I don't understand the journey that they're going through I don't understand yeah. the, the particular issues that they're going through like we're all going through these issues of it's all good I've got them covered <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but we're all going through this like lack of connection and you know lack of like physical movement lack of time in, in nature mm-hmm. like there's so many deficits our nutrition is terrible and like my angle is is that coming at it from a male perspective in a lot of ways not mm-hmm. not not um, only a male perspective like I'm not only interested in working with men but I, my stuff is geared on my own experiences um, yeah. and yeah I am a, a guy so I suppose guys probably get gravitate towards it more maybe mm-hmm. but um, 
yeah, it's like ancestral health, I suppose, is the is the tagline for what I'm into, and it's like mindset, spiritual growth, physical physical development, um, with a with a preference for like nature and mm -hmm. and you know getting out and doing things that are more in tune with our Seasons ancestral. And, yeah. Uh, biology you know cool. um, so looking at like we can't all we live in a world that's completely unnatural now do you know what I mean so this is like essentially a zoo we're living in but we can do things in a way that kind of honours our our ancestral biology and our, and our all of the, the things that we've evolved to do you know you're the ancestral man <laughs> I don't know. Come that, up with a new name. I'm trying to be so yeah. No, it's just like a lot of the ailments and the the issues that we're seeing now are to do with like a disconnection from mm -hmm. how we're supposed to live. So how can we how can we plug the holes in this sinking ship and like keep this bad boy afloat and actually start to thrive again? Yeah. Um, like obviously, there's real obvious things, you know, like nutrition just moving like spending some time in nature and mm -hmm. um, from changing our mindsets and being aware of our own mindsets and the effect that this lifestyle that we live actually has on our mindset mm -hmm. that's why like things like breath work and meditation are so much more important now mm -hmm. because we need to you know down regulate our nervous systems because we're just on the go all the time mm -hmm. um, and raising our own consciousness to a point where we can rise above our base instincts such as you know have all the sex eat all the chocolate uh, <laughs> sounds great eat all the sugar have all the sex like do all the stuff that our chimp mind just Once, is gravitates yeah. towards and actually like taking responsibility for our own well-being because you can't we have to do it now everything out there is designed to do it for us cause problems for us do you know what I mean like you want to sit on a couch and watch tv and go to an office and sit there for eight hours and like you're gonna feel you're gonna feel the repercussions for that in the long term mm -hmm. so um I think we all have to start taking responsibility for ourselves educating ourselves it's no longer a time where we can just Off believe mode. everything that we're told and just like follow the mainstream you have to take responsibility for your own health now educate yourself that should be our number one priority um yeah and, and uh yeah that's it <laughs> rant. wow that was a rant <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no it's fine no but like that has actually literally made me think to myself i should definitely um we should do this again and i should ask you all those questions that you specialize in mm. And I'm sure people would get a lot of benefit from that because you are a very knowledgeable man in your your area. Stop it. So, you have to say that. No, I don't at all. Jeez, we're so going an hour only. We're going an hour. Wow. Yeah, and do you realize, I will just tell you this, um, I am currently doing this sat. Uh, Jody made us get rid of our dining table and we now eat on our floor, which sounds <laughs> insane. We have, what's it called? What's it called? Ground dwelling. Ground dwelling. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get me to get rid of the sofa next. So, so. it's going soon. <laughs> yep, the end of the year. 
you should hashtag that. <laughs> um, okay, right. So thank you so much. Uh, no problems. My love. Yay. Love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>